welcome to the STEMtastic wonderful podcast session of All Saints Episcopal School in Tyler, Texas. I'm Patty Mabry, Director of the Center for Innovation. And I'm Rachel Hoffman uh, at, in the STEM Zone in the Middle School. So uh, this month we have been talking about coding and projects our students have been doing. And uh, we are going to continue with that, but we're going to focus a little bit more with Raspberry Pis. Yes, this today's episode is all about Raspberry Pis, which can also be done with Arduino, but right. we don't use those. We use Raspberry Pis here. So right, right. So in the upper school, um, I teach fabrication, which you know has the the core competencies of tinkering, engineering, fabrication, and lost the fourth one. That's it. Mm, yes. That's I it. I only say, have the three. On it. I mm -hmm. have the three. That's, it's been a long day. Anyway, and uh, two of my students decided to fabricate a an arcade system. And so they're building the case right now for it uh, because it's going to be a standing arcade. And they're using the Raspberry Pi... Um, and a computer monitor, which they have taken completely apart and have uh, figured out how it works. Oh, that's lots of fun. <laughs> yes. So they're using some reverse engineering in there as well, and they're having a blast, and my classroom is filled with do-not-touch signs everywhere. Yeah. Um, but they just wanted to, you know, have those basic arcade games of, you know, Miss Pac-Man and just the Atari Galactica. stuff. Yeah, Galactica, all of that, right? And they've only, it's been minimal coding, really, but they're very comfortable with coding. Um, uh, actually, one of their parents is a coder. Oh, that's so, cool. So, yeah, yeah, so that helps. So, uh, anyway, these two were actually from my first robotics class. Cute. In STEM <laughs> when I first started working here. So, uh, just seeing where these guys are now is pretty cool. And uh, But they're having fun. They've got the remote controls and, and all of that and, the, you know, just everything kind of set up, ready to go, but... Are they doing a solderless design or are they actually like soldering it all together? They will be. Yes. Right okay. now it's just building the frame and, right. uh, and trying to get, well, how, what's this arcade going to look like? And, um, it's going in our, our new recreation room. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Very that cool. That they're building for the upper school students and, uh, it's going to have its own little house. That's know? awesome. So. I like when, when the kids do something that it can actually be used by the kids. Um, that's always nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. So it's, it's been fun, even though in my class we don't get to do, or we don't have the opportunity to do nearly as much of the technology piece because your, your students get to do a little bit of it all. Well, that's the whole point of middle school is they have to be introduced to a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. So they do, you're right. They do a little bit of everything, which is sometimes overwhelming though, because sometimes it's nice just to focus in and hone in. Right. We found a drone that was missing parts to it, um, the battery component and some other things. And so um, it's brains. And uh, so the kids have taken a Raspberry Pi and they're trying to reprogram it. So these are seniors that are working with that. And we also got a new um, um, drone uh Oh, the flight simulation? Yes, the flight simulator. Thank you. Again, a long day. Totally Just words cool. are hard to come totally by today. Cool. Um, and the kids have been using it. So some of the things with uh, with drones, I want them to learn how to, to be able to hover for five minutes and then be able to lose it and try to pull it back, you know. And yeah. what, what do you do when you're in a situation with the 
with the drone getting too far away. Um, but anyway, so that's a little bit more of the technology aspect that we yeah. have right now going on. And I'm trying to get, get kids excited about possibly becoming, you know, drone pilots and whatnot. I want to do that this summer. That's my goal. That would be a good goal. Yeah. I want to be certified. Like a really good goal. I'm certifiable, yeah. but I want to be certified. All <laughs> <laughs> right. I think you have to be to teach STEM a little bit. Probably. <laughs> Probably. So tell me about your Raspberry Pi projects. Okay. So um, my, uh, your, your boys are a little more shy to get recorded. Listen, I went into a seventh grade classroom this morning and I said, hey, who wants to come talk to me for a podcast about the Raspberry Pi? And like hands just raised. Now, let me be honest. It was in the middle of algebra. So maybe they just wanted to get out of class. Um it's very possible. But <laughs> they were really excited to talk to you guys about their Raspberry Pi project. So before I get going, this is my seventh grade class. Um, and so they've had Patty for two years two now. Years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, they're, they're not brand new to the idea of just doing. And also before we get going, I'm just going to one more time kind of tell you a little bit of my teaching style before you listen to some of these um, interviews. I am a teacher, and I, I was thinking of, of how I would explain this on the way over because I didn't want to sound like just the worst teacher in the world. But, um, and for parents that are listening and your kids are in the class, listen, when they come home and they tell you they've made something, you better believe that they made it. You need to be 100% impressed that it happened because I probably did not help at all. <laughs> um, and I, I say that and I want everybody to understand that I feel like STEM is more than just me teaching the basis, basics of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. We have those as basis classes. Um, other schools, STEM with, might... With fabulous teachers. Right, exactly. In other schools, STEM might be the only, the only technology class that they have or the only engineering class that there is. But that's not the case here. They get plenty of math, excellent math with math teachers they get excellent technology within each classroom so really my idea of stem as an enrichment for middle school is getting them to be um members of society yeah i want them to when they leave school to be able to be productive members of society and in today's day and age for that to happen, you've got to be able to figure out things on your own. Problem solving. Absolutely. You've got to, and I, and it's all about that, um, Cindy was talking about, the computational thinking. Right. It's all about that. And so um, when we do a project in my class, it is a whole lot of the whole, okay, we'll find out, figure it out on your own. So <laughs> you're going to hear this um, student he's a very confident student, love him to death. He doesn't face a problem that, um, well, that's not true. He has faced a few problems where he has come to me and, and asked for help. But most of the time, if he, if he comes across something, he doesn't know, he figures it out on his own. So here he is. All right. I am here with Satchet and he's going to tell us what his Raspberry Pi project is. Um, my Raspberry Pi project is a, it's an electronic toaster radio. Toaster radio. All right. Where are you in your process of making your toaster radio? Um, right now we've done all the, uh, we've done all the wiring. We're just coding right now and trying to save the script and uh, apply it to the pie. 
Awesome. So that is where we're stuck a little bit is on saving the script, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, so we're still trying to figure that out. But you have the script. Where did you find the script? I found it off a YouTube video. <laughs> Very cool. YouTube is the best. All right, what's one thing you're liking about this project? Um, I really like how I, I get to, like, it's all just me, and I, don't, I can do whatever I want with it. 100%. And what are you not liking about it? Um, it's just a little frustrating sometimes that yeah. I have to, it's, it's all like I figured it out. Yeah. There's no videos online. So, okay, here's my question though. How do you feel once you do figure it out? I feel really good about it. Yeah, you do? Mm -hmm. Like you're the man? Mm -hmm. All right, Satchit the man. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, so y'all don't get to see it, um, on his face, but his light, his eyes just kind of beamed when he was like, well, I figured it out on my own. Um, so anyway, that's just kind of, he is, he's making, um, the radio. And when I started this project, it was just, I don't care what the project is. So long as it uses the Raspberry Pi, um, this time around, I do like to switch up groupings of how things are grouped. Um, and I think that will help them later in life. Just on, sometimes you just get put with somebody who you don't work well with and you don't mesh well with, but guess what? <laughs> You still have to work with them. Mm -hmm. Like, so um, I really did look for people outside of their comfort zone this time around, which which might have maybe I should have done it on a different project where they got less frustrated. But <laughs> you live and you learn, you teach and you learn. Um, but uh, yeah, so he found his code from YouTube and copied it from YouTube. The whole point, um, and I know this is coding month, um, so you might have tuned in to listen about coding, but the whole point for me, for the Raspberry Pi project was not necessarily for them to code it themselves um, because we're still kind of in that stage where we're doing the block coding. And so this is basically an introduction to Python without me sitting down and saying, okay, we're going to go over Python today. Like, <laughs> I really just wanted them to see the language. I don't, they don't even need to necessarily 100% understand the language. But if they see it and they copy bits and pieces from the internet and put it together, then they'll start at least recognizing um, what real what real code looks like. Block coding is real code, but I mean, once they hit Julie Good and Upper School, that's not gonna, that's not going to fly. So they need to at least have recognized um, kind of what a more coding is, I guess, more intense coding. So anyway, that is Satchit, and then I had um, Avery, who <laughs> love him, man. He probably thinks that I hate him, but <laughs> I love Avery. He, and he comes to me and he'll ask me a question because he's used to getting things right off the bat, I think. I think he's one of those that he'll get it right off the bat, he gets it done, and then he does whatever he wants to do, like whatever his brain wants to do. So he's used to that, like that's his, what he's accustomed to doing. And so he'll come to me and he'll ask me a question. I'm like, okay, figure it out. <laughs> Cause I know you can do it. I know you can do it. Um, and one of these days, he won't come to me and he'll just figure it out. Um, but anyway, this is Avery. Okay, I'm here with one of our seventh graders, Avery, and he's gonna tell us about his personal pie project and how he feels it's going. Um, I think it's going well so far. I seem to get some supplies and I think it'll be good. So what is it your project, what are you doing for your project? Um, we're making, we're coding. Well, first we're making it, but we're making a motor so it'll spin and it'll make like a flower spin. And I have to like code it to like make it how fast it'll spin and how long it'll spin. All right, so what's been your favorite thing about this project so far? 
Probably connecting the wires, connecting the wires together to each module. Yeah, have you gotten to use the solder gun yet, or are you just like twisting it and stuff? Uh, no, I haven't gotten. You haven't gotten to use it yet. What's your least favorite part about this project so far? Uh, probably waiting for the waiting. For the stuff. Right. So we've gone through this process where we think we have it, we don't have it. We need to make sure it's what it is. So that's kind of been our back and forth process, huh? Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say to the audience? Um, the product's going good. Don't worry about me. <laughs> All right. That's what the audience needs to know. Avery's going to be fine. Thank you so much, Avery. So don't worry about Avery. His project's going it's good. going good. <laughs> um, but that's something I was going to ask you. Do you... Do you... I'm coming from this where I've never really messed with a pie before. I'm just going to be 100% honest with everybody. I've never really messed with a pie before. So I'm coming at this, and I've got 14 different projects that are happening at the same time where I'm having a hard time keeping up with whatever they're doing. It's really hard. Um, it's really hard. I, I just can't, you yeah. know. So, I mean, it's I have them doing the digital journal, so that way I can pop in sometimes and try to refresh my memory on where they are. Right. But we took a breather this week. We did a um, we did a we did a project check in. So I did a Google form where they had to really think about where their next steps were. And mm-hmm. then I had an order form, which I found that um, they'll they'll say that they asked me to to buy something, and I write everything down. So if they ask me to buy something, I I would think, but then I second guess myself. So now I've got a Google form for them to put in orders in an order form. She is a Google. I know. Guru. Listen, if it's not, if addict, it's not on my computer, it is, it is a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not on my computer, I might not remember it. Right. And so I think that's, I mean, we're, I'm going to try that, I think, from here right. on out. It's an order Smart. form. So anyway, I've had them do it on an order form. But we've gotten to where they think this is the this is the part that they need. So I'll order it, and then we get it. And it's not the part they need. Have you run into that? I have. Um, but I... We didn't go, like, the kids that you have, your seventh graders, I've had them twice, right? Mm-hmm. And so they weren't at a point with me to, if you hadn't, if I hadn't had them, you wouldn't be at this point where they're right, ordering. 100%. Right, so the reason why you're having to order is because they have so much experience and they're ready to, like, uh, enough of them are ready to take chances mm-hmm. and to, and, and see the bigger picture that now all of a sudden there's things you need to order. Right. Um, and there's, there's parts and that's a big thing for them to learn how, what's actually going to work and mm-hmm. what's not. I, um, I haven't had students really request anything. I, I've made them go get it if it was just basic stuff for fabrication or we were using stuff I already had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the boys with the arcade project, I told them, I said, you know, you better make sure it's the right one, one time. You know, I'm yeah. going to get this one time, you know, and, uh, and so they, they double checked, triple checked and made sure we had, but they're older. I mean, they're right. sophomores and, um, they, they've been ordering stuff probably online and have probably have their own bank accounts, whatnot. Right. So, um, uh, you know, so it's just a different, yeah, different situation. And I think that's been a big learning curve this, this go around for both, both the students and myself, they'll come to me with a list of supplies and, at first, I just assumed they knew what the supplies were. But then, like, I, I had gone through, like, four groups where they had come to me and we had discussed. We sat down and I wrote the list down and yada, yada. 
And I said, okay, but what is this? Like they came, it came up with a part and I got on Amazon and I was like, okay, which, I said, what is this part? What does it look like? And they're like, uh, and I said, okay, hold on. <laughs> I stopped the whole class. I said, guys, before you come to me with a parts list, you need to know what the part is. Right. Exactly. I said, I mean, these, these how to's online, they're great. Um, the ones that most of them have found are great. I said, but you need to understand, don't just give me a part list from the how to online. You need to know what these parts do so that when we get them, you can actually do something with it. Right. So I think that's been a kind of learning curve for us this, this go around. I've had a lot of trips to Home Depot yeah. where they, you know, I'm like, so now I'm to the point where, why do you need this? Like, mm-hmm. what is what is this going to do for your project? And then, because they may have picked something that's, that's not exactly right. But uh, I also have older kids that can go to Home Depot and look through and yeah. make sure that they, you know, they know what they want. Um, you know, it's a, a parent take a student and they went and tested a bunch of, um, they were going to make a, a xylophone, you know, and, Very cool. um, and they were testing different types of PVC pipe and that kind of thing to see. But it, it's hard. It's hard for them if they have not had that autonomy to be able to order and, yeah. uh, and to be able to figure out what they actually need to make something. You know, they're used to, you know, teachers having a, a set plan. This is what we're going to do. The, pro- the All the materials are already here and ready for you. You may have to cut, but it's done. Mm-hmm. Them having to come up with their own materials list is hard. Mm-hmm. That's a hard skill. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to manage when they're all doing something different. It is. I feel like, I, oh man, it's like you said, you know, teachers have stuff ready and if if you're listening and if you're um don't get offended though please do not get offended. hey you do you uh, i mean yeah, that's whatever it is i that would you... much prefer to be doing that honestly because it would make my life <laughs> that, so much that, easier that's the thing though yeah, and am, you're juggling am, so much i am all about um the student autonomy right and right it's so much harder it's hard. It's really hard. And it I feel like I'm going so crazy sometimes. Harder. But when they get to that end point, it's great. But if I had, you know, you know, seven classes every single day with, um, you know, and multiple preps and that kind of thing, you know, um, it gets hard when you're having to do lab after lab. Our projects take forever because we're not maybe doing 20 different units, you know, throughout that entire semester, that, you know, or that entire school year, excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, it's just harder. So we're all pro teacher here. Like, you know, we're happy with the labs you all are doing. That's great. We're just trying to add to it and Mm -hmm. enhance things Mm -hmm. that you guys, um, that might help them be able to measure when they get to your class, they might be able to do some of the skills that they need to be successful in your class. So, yeah. So anyway, that's where we are. I do have, um, one group who I wasn't able to grab either one, but (laughs) You would have thought, I, I, I'm pretty sure one of them hated me before this week was over. Um, oh, I can imagine who that group is. No, you can't. It was, it was Frank and Rad. Love, I love Frank really? and Rad. I know, I love Frank and Rad so much. But this entire time, they've been trying to get their Raspberry Pi to turn on. Oh no! And they went happened to anyone. Get turned on. I said, okay, boys, go ask a friend. Because I know others I'm in their class good. that right. have gotten it turned on. So that means that they have that opportunity to teach another group how to do it, right? So I said, right. go ask a friend. They've got it turned on. Well, they said, okay, you need to do this, 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 and this. So they went and they did this, 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 and this. Still didn't work? Still didn't work. They had did you know, know what was wrong? Did you know what was wrong? 
I did. Um, well, I mean, the only thing that could be wrong was that um, they didn't have the software on there, the Pi software. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a big part you of it. You kind of have to have a software to run a computer. But, you know, you look in the <laughs> you look in the box, and it has that little start uh-huh. instruction. It surely does. Definitely 100%. helps. And their other friends have done it, and so they they did it. And I think I think poor Rad. I think the first or the second time through, he ended up downloading the software, but on his computer and not on the SD card. I think is what happened. Oh, probably. Uh huh. And so they're like, we can't get it to work on the monitor. We thought it might have been the one of the monitors. Listen, I just went into the IT department. Um, it's a good thing that there's a man in there that actually loves me because I just <laughs> stole <laughs> monitors and keyboards and mice. Um, some of them actually worked, some of them did not. So we thought it might have been the monitor. I said, okay, go grab so and so's pie, who I know works, and and it worked. And I was like, guys, it's your pie. <laughs> will help us i can't i need you to figure it out on your own um and they finally finally by the, by by tuesday i said okay or wednesday i think i have them i said okay if it's not working by the end of the day today i will take a look at your pie i'll take it home with me and i'll figure it out and they finally got it on the sd card and the sd card and the pie and it finally worked and you they were jumping up and down that's what's <laughs> so exciting they solved the problem they did solve the problem with zero help from their teacher who i'm sure they hated by the end of it but yeah okay. i i know rad's mother and so it's okay if he hates me a little <laughs> bit <laughs> um but anyway that's my that was my biggest struggling group and now that they have that I think they'll be fine. They're trying to build a battle bot. There's, there's oh, two, surprised. Uh, not surprises. So <laughs> Frank and Rad are trying to build a battle bot and then Owen and Ian are together and they're trying to build. So they're, so going they to can battle. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. They really love that with the Lego mm-hmm. robotics. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I told them. I was like, guys, and they were, they were like, I don't know how to build the, the, the body. And I said, why don't you use Lego? <laughs> they were like, what? I said, well, you can build the body out of Lego pieces what i said yeah just use the pie to run it and they were like what <laughs> I was like, like how do we make these things work together guys, it's a motor i know your pieces they're little you can go get tinker toys and as long as you can get a motor that attaches somehow anyway we're getting there so um i'm not a coding expert in the least patty how about you Oh my goodness, you're like 20 times better than I am, so. So, yeah, so we're not coding experts, and we're still doing. We're coding supporters. Coding, we support, exactly. We support their, I think their the, need for I think coding. the moral of this particular episode is this. Even if you don't know what you're teaching, don't right. be scared to teach it. Right. I think, I think that's one of the fears is that, well, I mean, for years now, teachers have had to be masters of what they're teaching. Right. Masters of their subject area. But that was when we were doing teacher-centered learning. Right. Where we had to tell them everything. But now we have technology and all of them have the internet in their pockets. Age of information. They have, they have more information. information than you yourself can provide. Right. And so now we just need to be facilitators. Right. It's not necessary for us to be masters of what we're trying to teach them. There's no... I mean... I'm like, I have to Google some of the questions they have myself. I'm like, well, let's look it up together because I don't right. know. And I think that's another a, another stigma that teachers, let's, let's break free. Everybody take a deep breath and let go, and you're not going to know. Sometimes it's A-OK to tell a student, I, I don't, don't know. know. Be vulnerable. <laughs> it's right. OK. They need to know you're human, too. Right. That way, when they don't know something, they're not freaking out. 
Right. Like the rest of us, when we hit adulthood and we, we were like, why don't we understand this? Why don't we know this? All right. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we all don't know together. All right. You know who does know? Google. <laughs> Google knows all. Google knows. So anyway, um, I think that's about all I have all right. today. Well, thank you for listening to us and uh, we appreciate our audience and uh, look forward to talking to you again. 100%. Next week, Next week. we start... Um, fabrication. Fabrication. So, my fabrication. World. My world. Uh huh. So next week you're gonna hear our interview with Mr. G. That's um, right. Mm-hmm. So uh, tune in for our interview with Mr. G next Monday when our podcasts come out on Mondays. Um, Mondays. You'll hear our uh, interview with Mr. G. So we'll we'll see you then. He's our fabulous English He's teacher. Awesome. He so, is so cool. So tune in. Love him. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye, Bye guys. guys.